0: Welcome, Builders, from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Well, welcome, Builders. I'm excited to have you listening to this episode of the Build Your Success Podcast today. On this episode, we'll be discussing Owning Your Reaction, Life is Filled with Action and Reaction. When speaking of being a leader, Newton's third law for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction may not be best applied in behavioral science as it is in physics. You most likely shouldn't respond to negative comments or feelings with equal reaction. We need to control and own our reactions. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. How do you handle tense conversations? What is your go-to reaction when you feel hurt? How does your response affect a relationship or the situation you're currently in? Can you change your go-to reaction and your go-to response how you usually respond to things? Let's take a few moments to unpack and discuss these questions. One thought someone shared with me a few years ago, and I'm trying to learn to apply, is to always assume positive intent. President Harry Truman put it like this, When we understand the other fellow's viewpoint, understand what he is trying to do, nine out of ten times he is trying to do right. I would like to think like President Truman. Now I know some of us have a tendency to assume the worst. This is a state of mind that does not help your well being. I can assure you, after trying to assume positive intent, I can generally find a thought, or even multiple thoughts that lead me to think of a positive reason for another person's actions. You see, if I think through all the possibilities, there are usually some angles or reasons why they mean well. Even if I don't agree with their approach, or if their approach has difficult consequences and perceived difficult consequences for me. That's either real ones or perceived ones, difficult consequences. Again, we are practicing looking at it through their perspective or their view or their lens, how they see it, what are they trying to achieve. These exercises take time, so my reaction should not be immediate. When I am giving my keynote speech on overcoming communication challenges, I use a beach ball to convey perspective. When I hold the beach ball, I may see blue, white, and red from my perspective. However, if you are looking at the other side of the beach ball, you may be seeing yellow, white, and green. We can argue until we are blue in the face about the colors, that we see from our perspective. And we are both correct about the colors we are seeing. It's the same way with intent. I can perceive your intentions one way when you fully mean them another way. How often have you sent off a response to an email that you later regretted? You know, after understanding what the other person really meant, I know I've had to eat some crow on this one. I now leave emails that require time to think about. Those ones that take time to think about, those go in an action folder in my email account for at least hours and sometimes days before responding. You need to think about the timing of your reaction or response. Now that you have had time to think through and how to react, do you think the other person or party is ready for your response? I know I'm not telling you anything new. I'm just reminding you of an age-old principle. Counting to 10, or 100, or even 1,000 if that's what it takes to lower your blood pressure and give you time to process your thoughts into an intelligent response. Thomas Edison said, The best thinking has been done in solitude. The worst has been done in turmoil. Just think of that, an outburst is our worst response. If you have a reputation for blowing up, I encourage you to evaluate how that is affecting your relationship with others and make every attempt to change your reaction with some thinking in solitude. I can assure you it will change your life for the better. Slow down. Think about how you're going to respond to something. Don't give your usual response. Give a well thought provoked response. And speaking of thinking, we all remember that Thomas Edison said, The solutions to the problem we face today cannot be solved with the same level of thinking we were at when we created the problems. This is extremely relative when talking about reactions and the level of thought our responses should have. Again, take time to think about your response, how it's going to be received, and how it's going to impact your relationship. I have the book, Crucial Conversations, and in this book, they outline a great exercise to do. They want you to retrace your path. The first step is to notice your behavior and ask, am I in some form of silence or violence? This would be your immediate and hopefully your internal reaction. Next, get in touch with your feelings. What emotions are encouraging me to react this way? Then, analyze your story. What story is creating these emotions? And finally, get back to the facts. What ev- evidence do I have to support this story? You have written a story in your creative mind. Some of it is made up. You may need to rewrite it with more consideration to the facts and less consideration to emotion. Maybe you can put a positive spin on the situation and create a positive response. There's also the possibility that you have reason to have a negative reaction. But please, think through if this will benefit you. Usually, negativity breeds negativity. And this is a lose-lose situation. Nobody wins, so why even give a response? Robert Quillen said, Discussion is an exchange of knowledge. An argument is an exchange of ignorance. You can take a negative, hurtful situation and turn it into positive energy. Let me remind you of Harriet Tubman and the Underground Railroad. Wow, talk about a leader. Harriet Tubman had every right to be discouraged and downtrodden. Instead, she decided to take courage and be uplifting. She and her people had been abused unmercifully and yet she found a way to help others. She was courageous. She didn't get her freedom and go into hiding. She risked everything she had to leave more than 300 slaves to freedom via the Underground Railroad. That's right, Harriet Tubman owned her reaction and became a leader and an historical hero that we still talk about today. Henry Ford said, Don't find fault find a remedy. Too often, we spend much of our energy trying to find out how and who went wrong and not enough energy on how to make it right. The blame game is an old game with little benefit to any organization or person. In the book, The Fred Factor, Mark Sandborn puts forward the thought that you choose. He asks the question, what do you prefer, enjoyment or misery? Do you feel good about your work or bad about it? He states that it is harder to be miserable and negative and insincere than it is to be happy, positive, and genuine. We discussed this choice of attitude on Episode 9, Don't Worry, Be Happy, Choosing a Positive Outlook on Life. If you haven't listened to that interview with Yolanda Baker, I encourage you to do that. You will be smiling during a joyful interview a genuinely happy person. She knows all about the Fred factor, whether she's read that book or not. Choosing and owning your reaction will greatly benefit you and determine the quality of your relationship with others. You know, life is too hard and it's also too wonderful to do it alone. You need a circle. You need a family. You need a tribe to benefit from and to share the load with. Let me share a relative quote with you from Harvey McKay. Harvey said, A network replaces the weakness of the individual with the strength of a group. That's worth repeating. A network replaces the weakness of an individual with the strength of a group. Most of us want to be around positive people, striving for success and looking for the good in others. You have a choice and can own your response. I challenge you to work on this as I am. I'm working at this too. You know, they say the best way to learn is to teach. I'm enjoying learning and teaching these podcasts and hope that they are beneficial to you. It was great to have you on the Build Your Success podcast today. Please subscribe to the podcast, give us a rating, and share with others. Thank you.